What are you listening to? Hole in the wall. You gotta hear this. It'll change your life, I swear. Think you could have? Maybe listen yeah, while I think you could? I can handle it. Yeah. Okay. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Whatever happens, happens. Wait! Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Yo, bro! Where are you from? London. 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 London? Yes, London. You know, fish, chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather, Mary fucking Poppins, London. Hi there, you and I listen to the Hole in the Wall podcast, hosted by your host with the most useless knowledge to boast, where we discuss all manner of things from popular culture, ranging from movies to TV to anime, and on the rare occasions we do talk comics and music. And yeah, my name is... Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. I mean, it's not. <laughs> my name is Shah Jahan Ali, my friends call me Shah. And yeah, you are listening to the Hole in the Wall podcast. And yeah, first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real. <laughs> what up, people? How we all doing? Me, personally, I'm just out here living my life like it's golden, golden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, first of all, I'm going to start off with a few messages. So, let me just shout out two bros, a couple of geezers, Nathaniel and Ali. Ladies, they have big dicks and the ability to make you laugh and command. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but yeah, thank you man for always tuning in, and a big thank you to all returning listeners to the show, as always, I'm grateful that he chose to endure the torture that is me audibly stumbling around, one day I'm probably just going to start freaking out and scream, fuck it, we're doing it live, <laughs> we'll do it live, okay, we'll, no. we'll do it live, fuck it, do it live, I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live, <laughs> just go full on Bill O'Reilly, Without the sexual assaults, obviously. I don't think I need to say that, but for people nowadays, you just got to say, otherwise they make a clip and make it into a whole story. But yeah, none of that business here. We don't partake in none of that. (laughs) I feel like it's a funny way for a new listener to get into the show. If you are a new listener to the show, welcome. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. To the world of tomorrow. Okay, so now we've got the messages out of the way. Let's kick the shit out of this episode. So, this week's episode is primarily focused on video games. And, yeah, please do not tune out. <laughs> if you're not interested in video games, I do apologise. But that is going to be the focus on today's episode. Specifically, we are discussing the biggest disappointment in video game history. The Fire Festival of video games. Not going to lie. It is one of those instances. It was fucking illegal, mind you, what they did. They absolutely shipped out a game that is broken unfinished and just in all honesty just fucking boring if i'm being honest with you i feel like dana white said it best when it comes to this game that's fucking illegal so we are talking about cyberpunk 2077 no god please no 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 now back to your regularly scheduled program so cyberpunk 2077 oh shit here we go again yeah it really oh it really really hyped me up i believe that this was gonna be the next step in video games and i was so excited to see 
what kind of RPG could come from these guys over at CD Projekt Red and yeah I was just disappointed it's it's actually insane how bad how badly <sighs> just bear with me for a moment <laughs> I was just so curious to see what would happen if you can combine an RPG with GTA because that was the main selling point of Cyberpunk 2077 it was the fact that you are getting an RPG from the guys who created The Witcher 3 and you are going to get something that is on par if not better than GTA and yeah it was it was neither of those things <laughs> it was terrible I mean a lot of people like to praise the story elements and all manner of things for the game but it just it wasn't great the basic premise of cyberpunk 2077 is you are a character named v now i understand that they wanted to make the character as blank as possible for you to project your own self onto the character here's the problem though v is just fucking boring <laughs> it's either he or she depending on you know which gender you prefer but it doesn't fucking make a difference either way because v is just so blank so emotionless i personally just didn't care about v i didn't care about their motivations or their desires or anything really because it's just a floating head and for some odd reason it's a head that's very short i don't know why every character is taller than me in this game listen when i play video games i just want to have a power fantasy of being taller than most characters. <laughs> I want to do things I can't do in real life. Be taller than everyone. <laughs> but his main motivation with the character Jackie is to become Legends of Night City. And yeah, <laughs> that's not really motivation, if I'm being honest. It's just it's as vague as possible. What kind of legend? Does that make sense? Like, are we going to be mercenaries? Are we going to be some big corporate entity? What exactly? And, you know, they do pretty much show what they're doing to become Night City Legends. And all the stuff that they show in the intro of the game looks far more interesting. And they should have just let us play those moments because it's, it's just so much untapped potential there that is never going to be fully realized. This vision that they had for the game it's never happening because it's a broken mess it's still a broken mess keep in mind i was playing on ps4 and recently booted up on ps5 and yeah <laughs> it's it's just yeah it's it's not really it's not it's, it's just not it when i booted up on ps5 it's just a less dense version of the ps4 it's just a backwards compatible version of the ps4 version i have and yeah it's still the same t-posing simulator and frame rate murderer look i remember struggling to get decent frame rate whenever i ended up in a gunfight or just started speeding in the game and yeah it was embarrassingly bad i still i still wish we got that 2018 e3 version that was just beautiful and yeah it's just <laughs> just another one of life's disappointments if you were listening last week you know <laughs> my other disappointment in life was finding out sex in the city was not porn <laughs> i still can't believe i admitted that <laughs> on this show but yeah i really really wish that we got it and yeah it's just one of life's biggest disappointments now i know what my parents feel like <laughs> that's a fucking lie my mom loves me dearly
I mean, I hope. But there's aspects of this game, apart from the bugs, I have a lot of issues with. For one, in terms of being an RPG, there's no real consequences for the actions you take. Basically making it feel like Telltale's Walking Dead series. Actually, their whole fucking catalog. Like, Kenny will remember that my fucking arse he will. It's, it's just pointless game mechanics if you're going to tell me that my actions have consequence and it doesn't and this is a game with rpg features then it's a failure of game design because my actions should matter and it just doesn't at all and in honesty it just makes the game feel pointless and you as a character feel very pointless in the long run and i guess that's why cd project red decided instead of calling it an rpg they labeled it a first person shooter with rpg elements as if that excused the really bad rpg element the lack of them really and then the somewhat average shooter elements it's not that good of a shooter if i'm being honest but then again that might be because of how bad frame rate was but even then you just end up using certain guns that shoot through walls and you don't really partake in any kind of gunfights that are engaging or difficult not one bit of enemy ai is smart enough to give you a bit of a challenge <laughs> yeah i mean the good elements about the game is probably just the easter eggs and somewhat massive love letter to the cyberpunk genre you know they have mentions to blade runner ghost in the shell various other cyberpunk related things and yeah that's not really good <laughs> like it's great to see those things but at the same time if your open world only has easter eggs as its selling point well that's just fucking boring then it's great to see all these things and it's really interesting that they decided to go down that route of you know taking the time and effort to make these things for everyone to have a look and you know enjoy that but it's fucking pointless because the open world is nice on the surface but shallow and empty on the inside it's basically an instagram model <laughs> it's just it's just vapid and shallow and there's nothing to do once you do a few missions and you are put into the open world you realize there is nothing for you to do in this game apart from missions and side missions and that's really it the gigs in this game by the way that's what they call side missions it's just meh you know most of them are just copy and pasted same assets and all these kinds of things so kill all these guys done kill all these guys done rescue this person and kill all these guys done it's just it's just rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and yeah it's <laughs> it's funny the irony of this game is they are addressing the idea of treating everything and everyone as a commodity for corporations to exploit. And that's literally what this game is. It's a commodity that was exploited <laughs> by corporate entities that just absolutely fucked this game. Because it is a fuck up of game design, I'm not going to lie. But there is aspects of this game that I think everyone enjoys, like character wise. I think a lot of people enjoyed a lot of characters within the game. And that is one thing I will praise CD Projekt Red on. They had some interesting characters. Some were very underutilized and should have been used more. And some, you know, 
they were great, but you can tell they were just kind of changed to fit certain criterias and quotas, I guess. Like, Judy Alvarez is a very fulfilling character, but it's funny because it's kind of obvious that she was meant to be bisexual. And I'm not saying that because I'm a guy. <laughs> oh, I want to romance Judy. You're going to make me act up. <laughs> you don't make me do something, I'm going to regret It's considering it's a simple file activation on PC. Shout out to that master race star actually fixing this mess of a game. <laughs> oh, just feels like Bethesda and Skyrim days. But the main point is you can have a whole relationship with her as Mel V with complete voice acting and all. And her whole questline, even as Mel V felt flirty and romantic at points. So it's obvious that was her original intention in terms of romance and they changed it because reasons i guess i mean they keep saying it's just art direction all these kinds of things but that's all bullshit let's be honest but they didn't change that quest line that much because it still feels the same so i don't i really don't know what shallow reason they want to give that is actually true it's kind of weird in a cyberpunk future there's no one that's bisexual <laughs> like in terms of all the romantic relationships and they'd be sticking to binary formats i mean i would have expected some weird future stuff like depicted in philip k dick's do androids dream of electric sheep which gets really fucking weird if you haven't read it i would recommend it but keep in mind it's not blade runner like, at all it's a lot more than just blade runner and also in terms of jackie like he's a great character and fun and arguably one of the most enjoyable characters to have in the game and this really isn't a spoiler at this point because the game's been out for over a year and it's still not fixed i would not recommend playing it so I don't care about spoiling this. He dies, and that was it. You know, that is the end of, you know, arguably one of the best characters in the game, and we should have got a lot more of him. And <laughs> the death scene was ruined for me, thanks to his gun clipping through his head. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's just so many instances of bugs and glitches just ruining this game, and certain story directions that they decided to take that, makes me question what the fuck was cd project red thinking not to mention his girlfriend misty is just a non-character and honestly she's just an extension of grief and to make us care more about the death of jackie because she doesn't do much apart from read tarot cards <laughs> and predict v's future and we barely talk to her about anything that doesn't involve jackie and the rare instances that we do talk to her about something else it's literally tarot card reading, our future, nothing else. We don't know shit about Misty as a character. <laughs> and you have everyone's favourite, Pan Am. Well, that's just Bay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, I tell you what, I like you and I want you. But, you know, she had one of the worst and most terrifying sex scenes ever. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Whoever designed that, I don't know what is in your head that made you think, yeah, th this is great. This this is what people want to see. This is sexy. <laughs> I came looking for booty. Shout out to the horny people on that Rule 34 life for making 
<laughs> way better scenes than the developers did. And then finally you have Johnny Silverhand who is the most boring and cuntish human being possible. I mean if I was to describe him he would be a moderator on a reddit board. An absolute pseudo intellectual that has a neck beard and wears fedoras. He's absolutely a fucking edgelord. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's fucking horrific, the idea that there'll be edgelords in 2077, but fuck it. And yeah, he's, I just did not like his character at all. And Keanu Reeves can't act. <laughs> and I've never understood why people were so hyped about him voicing the character in the game. It was not breathtaking. <laughs> when I heard that news, I was like, oh God. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he just cannot act. There's only so many times he can be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, there was many aspects of the game that I had issue with. You know, you can take away all the bugs and all the, all the, all the fucking performance issues within the game. And you're still left with a game that feels empty, it feels shallow. There's a lot of promises made about storylines that isn't there. There's a lot of cut content. Fucking Pacifica is still unfinished. And yeah, honestly, this game is dead. Like, it's in the graveyard. There is no way, really, that they can save it. Because player base isn't there at all at this point. The only thing that's... <laughs> you know, has everyone wondering if they should return is the idea of PS5 updates and, you know, future patches and all these kinds of things. Like, is it going to have a No Man's Sky kind of revival? And you know, honestly, I just don't see that happening because, oh, what they promised in that 2018 E3 demo is just never going to be. And, oh, it's just, it's the saddest thing ever. But um, yeah, that was my thoughts on <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. I know I am so late to the party. Everyone's already done so many think pieces and video essays and <laughs> podcasts about this fucking train wreck of a game. Funny enough, <laughs> has a train in the game that you cannot use. <laughs> Another example of like cut content. <sighs> it's just not going to happen. But yeah, I just wanted to give some thoughts about the game because recently I've seen that they're planning to do the PS5 patch and Xbox One, whatever the fuck it is. God, I just hate the way they name their consoles. I just have no clue which one is which. Yeah, they're planning on finally releasing an update for that. Well, it's leaks anyway, rumors. God knows when we're actually going to get those things, but it was brought up back into my consciousness and I figured it'd make a good episode to just discuss the game because I always wanted to discuss the game and a lot of people attest to how disappointed they were and I'm not angry at the game, I'm not angry at the developers or anything like that, I'm just so disappointed because I just had this idea in my head of what it was going to be and I knew it was not going to live up to that idea but I just wanted a game that worked. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was my thoughts on the video game Cyberpunk 2077. God, I hope the future isn't as bad as this because, you know, we're just getting games that are just absolutely broken messes and we're just hoping that they get fixed in patches. It's a fucking shambles. But big shout out to my boy Charlie for inspiring this episode. <laughs>
had a discussion with him about it recently and yeah the level of disappointment in his face as we started discussing it <laughs> you could tell like it broke a man's heart broke many people's hearts to be fair and on that note the episode is done and we did it baby episode three in the bag now <laughs> i do apologize if the episode was a bit short this time but I hope you enjoyed the episode and enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed waffling. If you did enjoy it, you can show it on Spotify and Apple by leaving a review and hitting that follow button. Let me know what you thought about the game. Did you hate it? Did you enjoy it? Have you managed to forgive CD Projekt Red for this colossal fuck up? <laughs> like I'm struggling to. I don't know if I would buy a sequel or a third game in the franchise if they do decide to do a whole franchise of games. I just, I would have to wait this time. So many people pre-ordered it on the strength of its CD Projekt Red and The Witcher 3. And yeah, <laughs> it just wasn't what we all thought it was going to be. And yeah, personally for me, I can't forgive them as of yet. But I'd like to see what they do in the future. And I'd wait for all reviews. Not, not, <laughs> not IGN reviews, not GameSpot reviews probably acg i trust that guy <laughs> and a few other people probably some ordering a gamer you know most critical various other big time youtubers who have far larger audiences than me and they don't really need a shout out <laughs> but you know there you go there you go get my get my small audience <laughs> my loyal and loving audience that i care for but yeah you can let me know all your thoughts by contacting the show you can contact us at the hole in the wall pod at gmail.com that is the hole in the wall pod at gmail.com and you can also follow the show on instagram at hole in the wall pod that is at hole in the wall pod tag the show let me know if you enjoyed the episode and share it because it truly does help the show and i really do appreciate it and i love to see if you guys are enjoying the show you can also help the show through various other means by donating to the patreon yes we still do have a patreon <laughs> i do pledge allegiance to the bag <laughs> Anyways, the Patreon is at patreon.com slash the hole in the wall. That is patreon.com slash the hole in the wall. And yeah, all donations go towards making better content for you guys and girls. I did check the analytics. It's not just a sausage fest in this audience. <laughs> but yeah, all donations help the show and keeps it alive. And I really do mean that. And I really do appreciate if you do donate. And even if you don't, you're still fucking amazing. Look at you. Look at you right now. Gorgeous. <laughs> And I'm thankful that you listened and just enjoyed the show, shared it, liked it, followed it, whatever. I'm just glad you're here. Anyways, and with that, I'm signing off. Regular episodes every Monday. And yeah, you'll be hearing from me next Monday. But in terms of next week's show, I could be discussing anything from popular culture that could be evil with a guest. If I finally decide to invite anyone around. <laughs> or it could just be me, myself and I again. Whatever that is, there will still be an attempt to entertain you. As always, through the Matrix mainframe. This has been The Hole in the Wall. My name is Sharjan Ali. And yeah, you hear from me next Monday. So yeah, whatever time you listen to this, have a good morning, evening, and good night. And you hear from me next Monday. And we're still ending it like the Truman Show. <laughs> Peace.